morning, afternoon, or evening. Welcome to I'm Talking Waffles. I'm your host, Ileana. So welcome to the second ever book review on the I'm Talking Waffles podcast. My coffee is just beeping in the background right now, so I don't know if the microphone caught that, but I'm making coffee right now. But I'm really excited. So if this is your first time tuning in, I'm doing book reviews on a infrequent schedule because I'm an infrequent reader. So yeah, I finished a book and that book was The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And I had to read this book because I'm part of a book club and this was the book that was chosen. So we're gonna talk a little bit about this book and then we're gonna talk about my very honest opinion about this book. So let's just jump into that right now because I have a hair appointment in like an hour. So I need, I need to finish recording. Published in 1997, The Power of Now is basically a book that presents itself as a discussion about how people interact with themselves and others with the concept of self-reflection and the importance of the present in the moment, as well as like how some people can do these exercises to kind of achieve some of those principles. This is written by Eckhart Tolle who is a German, who's a German-born spiritual leader and a self-help author who actually resides in Canada. He is best known for his book, The Power of Now, as well as A New Earth. Right now, he's 73 years old as of recording this, but yeah, those are just like a little bit about like the background of the book and a bit of a background about the author. So I'm gonna start with basically what I learned from this book, and then I'm gonna talk about my very strong opinions about this book. So I basically learned while reading this book that it really does focus on like how you as a person can focus on being in the present moment instead of like living in the future or living in the past and letting your future and past control you. So really being aware of like how you can be in the present moment at all times. If you do meditation, this is a very familiar concept and it's very difficult to achieve without like, a lot of practice. So Toll basically talks about in the book how thinking is like a disease and a lot of people are stuck with that. This disease, which is taking away like their happiness, which is because they're not focusing on like what's happening in the now. So basically that, like I like that part of the book and that's basically like the main idea that flows through it. And I like to, like, I always go into reading a book with, like, really, really high hopes, um, but I actually found that this book fell flat, like, in a lot of parts. So, as I just mentioned, like, the concept of the book, I think, is a really good concept, like, not letting your past control you, not letting your future dictate what you're gonna do in the present moment kind of thing. Obviously, it's important to, like, plan ahead for stuff, but living in the, oh, like, if I do this, then this horrible thing will happen to me and it's making you stop doing whatever you think you should be doing. Um, I think that's a really good message. However, I think that the book itself was actually very poorly executed. I would say, and I counted this actually, 80 pages had some good stuff buried in it and the rest of the book, which was like 200 and 236 pages and only 80 of them had value. And not all 80 of them even had value. The book was very fluffy, I suppose is the best way to put it. It was really, like it repeated itself a lot and it used way more words than it needed to. Kind of like when you're in high school and you're talking to that person who thinks using big words are gonna make them sound really smart. That's kind of the vibe uh, in the writing of this book. 
as well, the author told he was really, really self-absorbed and really condescending at times. Like, in his defense, like, I get that he was trying to really stress on the importance of the now and how it really benefited him, but his approach was just not it, I guess is the best way to put it. He just really kept repeating himself. And he, the book was written in like a Q&A kind of thing. So he was asking himself questions that he thinks that you're going to ask about like the power of now and like how you can achieve that. But a lot of his answers were really fluffy. It's like, oh, so I, I can't seem to achieve this. And then his response is like, you're not trying hard enough. And it's like, oh, like who hurt you? Like who hurt you, Eckhart Tolle? Like, honestly. But again, like, I don't wanna, like, okay. I don't wanna assume anything about him because nobody likes things being assumed about him. But it really feels like that this book was written from the perspective of a man who was going through a very, very, very bad divorce and he hates all women. So as a woman reading this book, I'm like, this guy hates ladies. And it's super bizarre the way he talks about women throughout the book. And he, at one point, and this is why I'm so heated about this book and why I felt like I needed to make this episode about this book. Cause I told some people I was reading this book and I feel like this is kind of my response to reading the book. So people don't think I'm like a, a horrible person who enjoys books that hate women. Um, but in the book, this part really annoyed me. He basically said that, I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically said that because women get periods, they are willingly putting themselves through more pain and they are choosing to be victims. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Come on, man. Like, you're a man and you have no right to talk about a woman's bodily functions at all. So yeah, another really questionable part about this book, which I think could be a little bit dangerous, is that he kind of, re I wouldn't say he 100% rejects modern medicine, but he definitely had this one line a little early on in the book where he was talking about if you have like a chronic illness, to just imagine how the illness is flowing through your body and imagine it disappearing and you'll be cured. And I feel like that's really dangerous because rejecting modern medicine is kind of becoming like a trend or something, like anti-vax people and anti-everything people around the world who are like, oh, like science schmience. Um, so this kind of book, I feel like can be fallen into that kind of dangerous narrative because yeah, visualization for sure is powerful, but it's not gonna cure chronic disease. You can do them like together, but not just visualization. You Modern medicine exists for a reason and you can live to be 80 or 100 because of it so if you're reading this book make sure you remember that like you can do visualization practices with modern medicine or you can do modern medicine on its own but don't try and cure yourself with just visualization because you're gonna die another thing about this book that it's more of just like a personal thing i guess but this book was very very heavily focused on spirituality instead of psychology and again I did not pick this book. This was part of my book club. So I can see why like this book would be, would probably benefit some other people who are religious and identify as like being religious people. But as somebody who is not religious, this book was a little too much for me. It talked about like God, I swear every second paragraph. And I understand as well, like he said that you can replace the word God with anything that you believe in or use it as a metaphor or something, but it was just too much. Like I, I think that a lot of the words he used in this book didn't really make sense. Again, I think that somebody who is spiritual would probably benefit a lot from 
the religious aspects of this book because it was very very heavily focused on that but some of the words he had like this one word he kept on using like it was pain body and I just feel like there was like a better word that you could use instead of like pain body because he was just talking about like the pain that your body is in but pain body just I don't know I don't know if that's being nitpicky but I just really did not like this book <laughs> this is more like a book rant at this point but I've never had a book made me feel so angry like and because it's for a book club I had to read the whole entire thing if it was up to me I would not have read the entire thing but here we are I read the entire thing and I did not like it I wouldn't say like everything about it is garbage though I want to stress that point not everything about this book is garbage it does have some really cool points in it like I am definitely an overthinker and I always live in the past but I never even thought about or even played with the idea that I'm also forcing myself to live in the future instead of just living in the moment so I think that's a good learning from this book for sure and I think spiritual and religious people would definitely benefit from like all the the god related stuff in this book I am just not that target audience so I did not benefit from it so I think like if this book was more psychological focused and like why the power of now works and how you can make it work instead of just saying you're not trying hard enough or you're not enlightened enough or you're not good enough like that was some of the responses that the guy had in that Q&A like his whole book was just like a Q&A um I think if it touched more on like how people can achieve the enlightenment instead of kind of like shoving it in your face being like haha I can do it but you can't I think would have made this book a lot better I think that this book would have really benefited from only being like 80 pages to be honest there is this one book that I have sitting in my Kindle library right now and I think it's called like eliminate negative self-talk in like one sitting and it's like a super super short book and it's really just dedicated I think it's by Barbara Oakley if I remember correctly she's the same person who wrote the book a mind for numbers I believe was the name of it and my dad gave it to me and I was actually taking a Coursera course that Barbara Oakley was doing so super weird that she just keeps popping up in my life but the point I'm trying to make is that I think this book has some really good nuggets in it but I think it really needed to go through like an editor and some kind of strategic planning because if you take this book and you just like cut it down to its most important parts you could make a really cool like the power of now in one sitting focus book like the eliminating that like eliminating negative self-talk in one sitting book I think that would make this book so much better and uh, I think if it was written by somebody else it would probably be much better or edited at least by somebody else I think that would have benefited this book and I think really explaining like I think that like explaining how to do it like on the back of the book like the little summary of the book says it's going to teach you some exercises on how you can achieve the power of now but it didn't really do that to be honest the book was really just like a Q&A asking questions that perhaps Eckhart Tolle has been asked in the past about like how he achieved the power now but it really just felt like a I achieved this so I'm better than you you can't achieve it if you're a woman haha you're forcing yourself to be sad because you can get pregnant and you can have periods and if you're a guy you're still sad like this guy just hates humans I'm not saying he just hates ladies I'm saying he hates everybody who isn't him um yeah so I have a lot of strong feelings about this book but I I thought it was also important to talk about like the good stuff about this book and the benefits of this book because even though I despise this book with every ounce of my being I do find myself going 
oh wow like i'm not in the i'm not focusing on the present moment right now like i'm focused on a million years ahead and i need to like pull myself back and focus on what's going on right now and as much as i hate that book that's actually a really good learning but I'm sure you can find that learning somewhere else in other books. And another thing I want to say about this book, to kind of not make it sound like this is just a complete book rant, is that it was written in 1997, which was before I was born. And I know that times were way different back then than now. Like nowadays, taking care of yourself and like mental health and self-care and not working yourself to the bone and respecting people of all genders was not as common back then as it is now. Like right now at least here in my generation in 2022, it's a lot more common for people to be a little bit nicer about these things and not be like, oh, boo, women, kind of thing. That's a quote for my brother if he's uh, listening. I don't think he listens to the podcast, but I'm sure I'm, like my dad's listening right now, so he can tell him that I quoted him in this. But yeah, so that's something I did not realize when I was reading the book, basically. Like, it's an old book. And I know if any of you are listening you weren't and you're older than 1997, I'm sorry, you're not old. I'm just young. And so I know it's an older book. So I think if I knew that going in, so when I read this book, I thought it was a new book, but this was like one of the first books of its kind. So I think we got to give it a little bit of slack. And obviously this is my opinion. And there are thousands of people who read this book who really, really liked it. So don't take my opinion as gospel is basically what I am saying. I'm just saying this is my review on Eckhart Tolle's book. And I think I want to give like a book rating system because so the last book review I did was Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Lightning Thief. And I really like that book. That book was fun. Um, and I realized I didn't give it a rating or anything, or maybe I did and I don't remember. But starting today, I am going to be rating these books with this special rating system. So I would give this book one out of five stars. I did not enjoy it. This book, I think, if I was creating like a star system, this book would be the bottom tier and the top tier would be my all-time favorite book of all time, which is The Priory of the Orange Tree, which if you have not read it, I highly recommend you read it because it is an incredible book and I love it. It's only one book too, which is like my favorite then. And everybody who knows me and everybody who doesn't know me knows I'm obsessed with The Priory of the Orange Tree. So that would be like the top. So if this is one out of five stars, Five stars would be Prior of the Orange Tree, which equals five, and one would be The Power of Now. So in my next book review, I might be rating it on this scale. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know if the scale even makes sense right now. I need to think about it a little bit more. Yeah, I think one more thing I wanted to talk about with this book is that I think it's also important to read books that you don't like. And what I mean by this is that if you're only ever reading books from like one author or you're reading books, like educational books, not like fun fantasy books, but I think it's really important to see different perspectives and expose your things to things that make you feel a little bit icky and figure out why do they make you feel a little bit icky? Because I was reading this book and I'm like, oh, I feel disgusting and it's horrible. But after finishing it, I'm like, okay, I finished it. I exposed myself to kind of like a new thinking pattern. I don't like it. I don't like this book at all, but I think that it was good to suffer through that just for a little bit. And then that way I'm not always reading the same author, if that makes sense. Like I mentioned Barbara Oakley. I have like a million things from her for some reason. I don't really know where she keeps coming from. She's a really nice lady though. There's like this video, like the Coursera course with her. She's like such a sweet lady. I always forget the name of the Coursera course, but it's basically about teaching you how to learn anything. Learning how to learn. There we go. That's how it, what it's called. It's learning how to learn on Coursera and it's free. And it's really interesting because it teaches you some really cool techniques like how Salvador Odali, I believe it was, 
um, he would do this thing where he would hold like a bell or a ball or something in his hand and he would start to drift off to sleep. And then that's when your ideas start to really like play around in your brain. You can get some really awesome thoughts there. And right before he's about to fall asleep, he would drop the ball or thing because like your hand is relaxing and bam, it would wake him up and he would have those incredible ideas that he thought about just before he slept, write it down and bam, amazing idea. But I am on a tangent a little bit more here. So I'm going to pull myself back here and just say that that was my review of Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now as a woman in her 20s. Again, this was my opinion of the book. I didn't like it, but I definitely saw some of the benefits from it. And I gave some of my constructive feedback as if I was the editor of this book. So that's what I think of the book. If you want to give it a read, if you sound interested in it, or you want to know why I hated it so much, read it for yourself and let me know. Did you like this book? Did you hate this book like I did? I'm very curious about why did you hate it? Or why did you really like it? Again, open in your mind, broaden in your experiences is key. So with that, we are now gonna jump to everybody's favorite part of the show. That's right, it's the fun fact of the day. So today's fun fact is, dun da da! Jigsaw puzzles were created originally by painting a picture on a flat rectangular piece of wood and then cutting that picture into small pieces with a jigsaw, hence the name. John Spilsbury, a London cartographer and engraver, is credited with commercializing the jigsaw puzzles around 1760. I did not realize that jigsaw puzzles are that old, to be honest. I don't actually really like puzzles. I don't really know why. They just like stress me out to the max because I'm the kind of person who has to do everything perfectly, but also as fast as possible. And so because puzzles take so long, they just stress me out because I can't do them fast. So. Yeah. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I I was very passionate, I would say, about this book. And I think that it's great because all the episodes that I've done, there's like, I think this is episode like 51, if I don't count it as in seasons and stuff, that I've always just been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's also too important to show you that I'm not just a, a happy-go-lucky person. I'm also someone who is very, very passionate and hates things that are stupid. So yeah, with that, I'm gonna bid you a great rest of your morning, great rest of your evening, great rest of your night, great rest of your apocalypse, and great rest of your book reading, and I'll see you next Monday. Bye!